Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed, selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we are going to discuss what to do when you can't figure out what to write about or how to start. Whether you are taking a test in school or writing a business committee report or any number of other possibilities, this situation can be a time-consuming, frustrating hindrance to your making progress. And a few suggestions might help you to break through and conquer this universal challenge. The reason that the blank page situation occurs is usually based on one of two conditions. Either the writer has no understanding or interest in the topic on which they've been assigned to write, or the writer has free choice to select the topic about which to write, but has so many choices that he is unable to narrow it down to one. Regardless of the catalyst, the conclusion is the same. There is a sheet of paper or a screen which is woefully unoccupied, just glaring at you. For many, this is not an unfamiliar situation. However, once you recognize it, you know that a lot of time will be wasted, but you feel confident that eventually you will slog through and put something on the page, quality notwithstanding. What is the first step that you should take? Your mentor has explored the literature which has been offered by others who have survived the scenario, and a few common threads have emerged. The first recommendation is to write what you know. And unfortunately, I'm already gnashing my teeth in disagreement. The premise for this suggestion is to ease you into putting words on paper. But that approach really doesn't solve any problems. Being realistic, often we do not have the choice to write what we know. Instead, a topic has been assigned to us and, like it or not, we are required to wax poetic about it. Your mentor takes a different approach to getting started. If the subject of the writing has been assigned to you, embrace it and try to focus on a particular aspect which may be of somewhat greater interest for you. If you have complete freedom to pursue any topic for your writing, I definitely recommend mixing things up a bit. Yes, there is no question that it is easier and an all-around smoother process to write what you know, but that can be limiting. If you know two or three subjects really well, then that is all that you may end up writing about. And unless you are carving out a niche for yourself as an expert in that area, you may find that restricting your writing to that subject may become boring over time. 
Instead, sometimes it may actually be more fun to explore a topic about which you have no experience, but about which you may have a casual curiosity. Then, before you write, take some time to actually do some research on the topic to explore your interest level and your ability to construct a written piece from what you've learned. It may provide a valuable break from pursuing your go-to subjects. Incidentally, I would point out that this approach is not unheard of. Specifically, I would offer the example of a number of authors who have created a series of books around a central character or theme. As a break or a change in the author's pattern, they may also write a separate group of books centered on a different subject or character and write them under a pseudonym so that their readers are not confused. As you begin to get your thoughts together, don't just allow random thoughts to cross your mind at will. Keep a pen and paper available to you at all times, in all locations. Then, whenever you have what seems to be a flash of genius, write it down immediately. That means topics, ideas, phrases, questions, anything that might be used to further your writing process. The next significant step can be summarized by the Nike slogan, just do it. You need to make a commitment to the exercise of writing. That means plan for a time and a location. And then, equally important, you need to consciously stop planning and actually take a leap of faith and write words, phrases, and sentences. Will they all be brilliant in the first attempt? Likely not, but you need to move past the mediocrity to reach the quality of thought which is buried more deeply within you. In addition to moving past thinking about writing and doing it, you need to keep doing it. Writing is a skill and an exercise which becomes more a part of you the more frequently you do it. So don't just wait for an assignment to be directed your way. Look for an opportunity to stretch your abilities and write more often. That can be different types of writing, different media, all sorts of varied components. It comes down to using your mind to create sequences of words which convey your thoughts. If you would like to have short but frequent writing experiences, one possibility might be for you to explore Quora.com. Although I have not written for that site, I believe that it offers answers to a variety of questions which have been submitted. The authors are not paid. However, it would provide additional experience for you to research and write perhaps more quickly than you are accustomed to doing.
There are also two psychological approaches to facilitating your writing. The first is to examine any underlying fears which you may have that would prevent you from starting the writing process. Frequently, such a fear might have to do with rejection and acceptance. If the writing is not viewed positively, then does that mean that the author will not be viewed as a good person? Once such a cause is defined, it could then be easier to move forward with the writing assignment. A second psychological approach is presented in an article entitled Struggling to Figure Out What to Write About by Magnus Arvank, published in Illumination. The theory is to focus on a habit which you already have committed to on a regular basis. Then, to that ingrained habit, attach your new writing habit to it in an effort to create a stronger model for the performance of your writing task. Another way to put yourself in the optimal state of mind to write is to take the occasional scheduled break. This can extend from hours to days. However, it needs to be intentional to be effective. At one point, your mentor would go for a leisurely stroll through a zoo, at least once a week, because it intercepted the thought process and gave me something completely different to think about and appreciate. I used to view the zoo as dynamic nature. It offered similar benefits as walking in nature, but with more moving parts to keep me interested. There is also a trick which I always use. Although I have never read about it, perhaps you will find it to be of value. Whenever I plan to take a break from writing, I intentionally do not stop at the bottom of a page. The reason for this plan is that if I had stopped at the bottom of a page, when returning from a break, I would be faced with the challenge of starting at another blank page. As that is something which I try to avoid, I plan my pre-break actions a little differently. Before an intended break, I will continue to write a few lines at the beginning of the next page, and I will always stop in the middle of a sentence. That way, when I return from a break, I resume mid-thought and do not need to figure out a direction for my writing. Incidentally, I always jot down on scratch paper a few words to trigger the thoughts which I have intentionally interrupted so that I don't forget my thought process. The most important point to be made when considering how to avoid dealing with a blank page is that notwithstanding one's skill and experience, every single person writing at one point or another has faced a blank page. That means that Shakespeare, the Bronte sisters, and every author on the New York Times bestsellers list, as well as everyone else, 
has stared at a blank page or screen at one time or another. And every writer gets past it. You are not alone, but it is a trial and error proposition to figure out which techniques work best for you. Just be patient. And along with having patience, always continue to read a variety of materials, even when not required. That experience will help your brain to more quickly be stimulated by ideas for writing. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?